Baptist church that was in the habit of inviting kids up to the front and, and often quizzing the kids. Now, one of the things I found from doing Sunday school is sometimes when you quiz the kids, you actually get answers that you don't really want, well, you're not expecting, and you actually get information about parents, you go, oh, I really got to block that out of my memory now. But anyway, this is kind of what happened this morning. And basically the, the, um, the, the person who was giving the child's story was holding a, a smoke detector in their hand. And, and they asked the kids what it was. Oh, it's a smoke detector. And if, and they, but they asked the question and went, oh, if anyone knew what it meant when the alarm went off. And one little boy spoke up real quickly and so he raised his hand and they, yes, David, what would you think of this? It means daddy's cooking dinner. Now, I'm sure there's some good cooks out here among our dads, but it can be really easy to be stuck in stereotypes when it comes to, I suppose, some of our roles. Now, so, like, there seems to be um, some jobs and some responsibilities that fall into the hands of our dads. Um, something needs to be fixed, take it to dad. The toilet won't flush, tell dad and walk away. Like, leave that one for dad to try and fix. Um, something heavy needs living, talk to dad. A jar needs opening, where's dad? Um, or the one that seems quite regular in my house, I don't even have to be in anywhere near this, but there is a dead uh, cockroach, a sp- spider, mouse or snake in the room, and, and usually um, I'm sort of told that, hey, dad, you need to come and fix this problem. And I was telling my kids, just pick it up with a tissue. Not the snake, by the way, but probably more the, the dead cockroach or the, the, the live cockroach. Go and stomp it and then pick it up with a tissue. No, nah, can't do that. That's your job, Dad. Um, now, I'm not saying some of you ladies um, don't do some of these things, but dads do get the, the, these types of jobs a bit. And I suppose they're called upon to be the hero of the story. And often um, we can look up to our dads as that hero, the one who will come and save out the day and fix the situation, whatever we are facing from broken toy to broken toilet or broken car. Um, But us dads have our limits as well. Um, Some of it to you, Tim, might be thinking, I struggle to do some of the things you've already mentioned to do, let alone anything more. What happens when things get tougher than that? Well, this morning... As we think of our dads, I want you to know that even dads need help. Even dads need help. And that, and that we all need help. And, but where do we go to seek that help? I suppose that's the first question I want to ask all of us, not just our dads. Where do I look for help? Where do I look for help? And, and the thing is, the verse 1 actually asks exactly that question in, of Psalm 121. I look up to the mountain. Does my help come from there? Now the reason the, the psalmist is talking about that is because the mountains was where the idol worship happened. You'll actually read through, um, like you'll read through First and Second Kings or First and Second Samuel, and you'll see the kings will come along, and the kings that are following God, the first thing they do, they destroy all the the worship in the high places. They get rid of it because people were looking for help from these gods. Um, there was a trust in a false strength. Um, so James, just go to that, the next photo. So there's a trust and a false strength. See, the thing is, that looks balanced. That guy looks pretty sturdy up there. Um, but the thing is, we trust in ourselves, we trust in our wallet, we trust in our skill, our position, our friends, our resources. But much like the picture of the ladder, it is a false foundation. All he's got to do is sort of um, wind to blow a little bit or sort of tip to one side and all of a sudden... 
it doesn't, the first letter, as soon as the first letter falls, it all goes badly. Um, as soon as gravity comes into, work, come into work there, it starts going badly. Um, and it comes quickly tumbling down. That can be very much like our lives. So where do I look for help? Where, where is the thing that I look for help? Is, is actually a question of strength. I suppose some of us, and maybe us as guys, we kind of go, I don't like asking for help because it means I've got a bit of a need and I, I, I've got to be able to handle it myself. The thing is, even dads need help, but where do we go for, for help? And it becomes a question of strength because when we are honest and we realise our limitations, it sets our focus to find something stronger and something bigger and something beyond my limits. And this is where verse 2 comes in. My help comes from the Lord, and then you've got this sort of like reference, who made the heavens and the earth. Okay? I'm not just trusting in God who is a little bit better than me. My help comes from God. So verse 1, do I look to the mountains where they worship idols, or do I look to, the, to my Lord who created those mountains? Do I, do I look to, to my wallet which fills up with money that I, I have because I have certain skills or do I, do I go to the God who actually has created me who's created me to have those skills who's created the ability me to, to make that money my help comes from the Lord and so all of a sudden we, we need to be able to look to God um, and sometimes that means we've got to be that we've got to be quicker to be humble um, if we're not quick to be humble, all of a sudden we, we will trust in our own strength or the strength of something else. We trust in a false strength, a strength that will let us down. But when we go to the one who has made the heaven and earth, he never fails. God will never fail you even once. Like I know I've failed my kids already. And Tess has only um, just turned 13. Like, um, like I, I, I've already done it. And it's not just been once. At least three times, maybe maybe a hundred more. Um, but the thing is, we, we we as human beings we fail, but God doesn't do that. So what the question is? Why do we look to God? Um, and the first thing I want to do, and looking at this passage, I went, do you know what? God holds our hand. Now this is just not a, a dad thing, but children for the most part love to hold their parents' hands, especially in the younger years. For those who are children out here right now, like maybe some of the older ones, you probably get to the point you, you couldn't imagine anything worse than walking into the shops holding mum or dad's hand, not as a teenager. But holding hands um, brings so much. It actually gives security in times of uncertainty. So if you're dropping your child off at school for the first day, now some of you may do that. You might pull up, get the, hey, get out of the car, I'm off. But most of us as parents will actually walk the child in to give them as much reassurance as possible, to give them a bit of sense of security, to let them know everything's okay. Um, it also gives guidance. If you're holding their hands and you know where you're going, all of a sudden the child, even if they don't know, is going in the right direction. You realise that? If, if, if you are going in the right direction and you are holding onto a child's hand, they are also going in the right direction. Sounds like a bit of a spiritual lesson there, eh? If we, if we are holding onto God's hand and God knows what he's doing, we're going to be exactly where God wants us to be. Hmm. It also gives presence. There are times in our life where we feel that little bit alone, where we're not sure what's going on. Again, if we are holding on to God's hand, all of a sudden we know God is there. It also gives stability for a child to still find who is for a child to still find their feet. If your child is still learning to walk, 
they can hold onto your hand and you sort of walk a bit slower for them, but, but they're able to walk. Again, that's sort of a bit of a spiritual lesson in that for some. We're still learning, learning to walk, spiritually speaking. We're still learning to mean what is it is to, to walk and go with God, and God holds our hand. He says, I'm not going to just go, it's not like a bird, I'm going to throw you out of the nest, you just fly. God walks with us. Now, while we may get to the point where we feel we don't need the hand of our earthly parent, with God, the fact is God holds our hands, when God holds our hands, it's always a benefit. It's always a benefit. Um, in verse 3 it says, He will not let you stumble. He will not let you stumble. When we build our life on that false foundation, our lives will stumble. Sometimes it's even worse than stumble. They crumble, they fall apart. But when we hold on to God's hands, He will not let us stumble. When we look to God for help, He will always reach out and hold our hand, no matter the situation, the problem or the struggle we are facing. So God holds our hand. But also God watches over us. This is actually found all the way through Psalm 121. There's multiple verses that talk about God watching us. Now, depending on your personality or your current situation or even your understanding of God, this can go one of two ways. You go, God is watching me to catch me out doing something wrong. Some of you, some of you go straight there. You're on that side of it. Maybe your, your mind's a little bit devious to begin with and you kind of go, well, when my parents are looking at me, you straight away go, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. And maybe that's how we are with God. But God... The thing is, when God watches over us, the second way is that God is looking after me. God is looking after me. When we realise that God is our help and our support, we will be assured that he is watching over us. He never fails in watching. He never fails once in doing that. And verse 4 it says, Indeed, he who watches over Israel never slumbers or sleeps. Never slumbers or sleeps. Now, again, just to bring a bit of context into that, what you've got to realise is that, um, again, last week, we, for those who are here, we spoke about a watchman looking out and, and, and preparing and waiting for God, being aggressively waiting for God. Well, this is kind of the same thing. God is, is watching over us without stopping, without, without ever sort of letting um, anything go. And so they talk about the fact that he never slumbers or sleeps. He's never going to be at a time when he's not ready in, his, in our preparation. Now we look at verse 5, and then it says, The Lord himself watches over you. So again, the psalmist is trying to sort of bring to mind the fact that all of a sudden we go from, okay, God is not just sending someone. God has not sort of given the job to someone else and given us like a spiritual babysitter um, to make sure we're okay and we hope they do a good job. One, God never sleeps and it's actually he who is watching over us. And again, that speaks to the Father's love for us. It speaks to the fact that how, how important you are to God. The fact that he himself is doing that. Now, fair enough, I understand that God can be everywhere at once and can watch all of us at once. Okay? I understand that. But that misses, sometimes we focus on, oh yeah, God is so amazing, you can do that. We, we fail to miss this idea that we are special enough to him that he wants to be the one, the one watching over us. He does it himself. And finally we need to remember that he will never stop watching over us. We see this in verse 8. The Lord keeps watch over you as you come and as you go, both now and forever. 
So this verse actually again picks up on this idea that as we come and go, talks about living our life, going to work, coming home, um, starting a family, sort of growing in that way. As we go through all the changes of life, all the different steps that we take, God is watching over us. God is watching over us. And that becomes a really important thing because if we want to know where we can go to as for help, if we as dads want to know, hey, when my limit is reached, who do I reach out to? We need to know that there is someone who is present in our life all the time. And there was a story about a man who had lost his wife and leaving him to be both mother and father to a six-year-old son. At their funeral, the father and son came home both feeling so alone and grieved by their loss. And that night as they prepared for bed, the boy said, Daddy, may I sleep in your room tonight as well? Dad sort of said, yeah, that's fine. And But neither one seemed to be able to go to sleep. They were rolling, they were fidgeting. I suppose the grief was so fresh in their, in their hearts. And finally the little boy said to his dad, he said, Daddy, are you looking at me? Because if you are, I think I can go to sleep. And the father answered, yes, son. I'm looking at you. And finally the little boy was able to start to feel the peace to be able to rest and finally fell asleep in front of his father. After he was asleep for a little while, the father got out of bed and walked over to the window and pulled back the curtain and he looked up into the starry sky and said, Father, are you looking at me? Because if you are, I think I can rest and be at peace. Well, we know that God was. We know that God is. Now we may be facing a situation like that. We might be facing a situation in our workplace where we can't find peace about it. We might be facing a situation in our home. We might be facing situations that come out of the blue at us and we go, well, God, I just, are you watching me? Are you watching over me? Because if you are, I can be at peace. If, if this situation hasn't surprised you, that would be great. God, are you holding my hand? Because if, if you are holding my hand, I know that I'm going to be walking in the right direction. So today, whether you are a dad or not, we need to ask ourselves that question. Where do I look for for help? Where do I look for for help? Because we can be in a situation where we look in so many different places. Maybe it's because we don't know we need to look to God. Maybe we think we're... We're troubling God with our problems. I've actually heard people say that. I don't, I don't pray about my problems because um, God's got enough to worry about. Now, one, that means God's a bit small in your eyes because God can handle your problems and everyone else's as well. But secondly, is all of a sudden, we're actually getting to a point where we go, I'm God, I've got this myself. I can handle life without you. I'll only come to you for the big things. But the thing is, we can come to God with everything, knowing that we can hold his hand and actually look to him to grow, to grow and have a sure foundation. Because if we look to things that have a false foundation, they will come to pass. Like all the plans that people had for 2020 um, have changed. Have changed. All the things that you're relying on have changed. Oh, I think I was saying to hands before, I'm not sure what I was saying before, Tomorrow we were meant to be going away on holidays. That was our, our big plan. That we were relying upon that. We were planning for that and it hasn't come to pass. Now we can't build our 
our foundation on something that is so easily changeable. But at the same time, with God, He is ever the same. We can trust Him always. He is the one sure thing that we can, who holds our hand and watches over us forever. So today, dads, realize that you, that you can look around you for, for help. You don't have to do it all yourselves. In fact, the more that we rely on God, I believe this to be a true statement, the more that we rely on God, the better dads will be. The better dads will be the more that we rely on God. For those of us who just today we're going to think of ourselves as a child of God, the more that we rely on Him, the more of a child of God we'll be. It's okay to realise that we can't do it all ourselves because in that there is strength for each one of us as we, we truly rely and trust in God and most of all rest in Him. So today, dads, I want you to be encouraged um, that even at your limits, God is still abundant. For each one of us here today, I, I pray that you would realise to walk with God, you will know the certainty of a God, a, a heavenly Father who will not let us down, who will guide us and prepare us. And so let's just pray and thank God for a constant heavenly Father that we can look to in times of need. Lord, we thank you today for for your presence in our life. I thank you that we can look to you above all the things that are in this world above all the things that hold us back and, 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 and I suppose that, that we trust in that aren't certain. I thank you that you are God who holds our hand. And as we're holding on to you, we will be in the right place. We will be exactly where you want us to be. And Lord, I, I pray that as we um, continue to, to walk with you, we would know your presence. We would know your gaze upon our shoulders, that we know that you are a God who is watching over us every step of the way. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for all that you do for us. Thank you for the again for the example and the equipping that you do for our dads here today. And we pray this in your name. Amen.